What's going on, world? It's your man, Mr. Mac. I'm Crystal Levin. This is the Eminem and M Show, a.k.a. the... Okay. Show coming to you live and direct with a young lady who has a lot of advice for young men who need a lot of advice when it comes to young ladies and young ladies of a very specific breed. But if you don't know, I'm going to tell you, no, I'm not, because that would be wrong because I'm not a young lady. But she happens to be one. So she's going to tell you before I do. Young lady, could you please state your name so people know that I'm not lying? Sure. Well, I'm not young, but I pretend sometimes I am. But um, I'm Elena St. James and um, I'm a creator online. But I also wrote a book called How to Date Hot Older Women by a Mature Model. That's me. Older is a relative term. Well, it is. is and it like, I, that's funny. I address that in the book. I'm like, you know, older when you're 19 is 25. Right. When, you know, but right. when you're 25, you really have to get more to 35, 40 when it's older. So it depends mm. on how, how old you are. It's relative. Absolutely. Okay. I was going to say, I definitely people say when they get each year older, do you feel it? And you're like, I still feel this old. My mom still thinks she's 28 in her head. She's like, I look in the mirror and it doesn't reflect what I feel, right? Yeah. I think I'm 35 now and I am shocked. There's certain categories that now I'm, if I got pregnant, it's a geriatric pregnancy. I had my, I had my son at 42. And so. bodybuilding competitions, 35 is the masters. So yeah. old women. There's- Right. 35. It's now you're in a geriatric. And so I was just like, when I was pregnant at 41, I'm like, well, I don't, is there even a term? Like, (laughs) it's so far off. Pregnancy is a decrepit pregnancy now. No, (laughs) no. The term is, wow, really? (laughs) Well, the term is, thank you, medical science. Thank you, donors. That's the term. Yeah. Like, word? (laughs) What do you call that pregnancy? Damn. All right. Well, shit. And I did great. You know what, though? But so much of life is attitude. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, so much of life is attitude. And that's part of like, you know, part of the book, part of my success being um, a mature model, being a model over. I mean, I, last year at this time, I didn't have an Instagram. I had never done any of this. And then, you know, I got into the OnlyFans world and um, Twitter and who All got these you other in? places. What, what was the thing that got you in? Somebody's su- suggestion, um, an, a web article. What was it? That, like, that's it. Yeah. That, that's exactly what happened. I saw this web article. I saw two. And they were both MILFs. So they were both like over 40. Need, I mean, both of them were very attractive, obviously. But they weren't like Christy Brinkley. You know, like they weren't like, oh, my God. They weren't supermodels. They weren't well-known. And I'm like, wow. And they don't actually physically like they're not physically in out out there they're you know they're safe they're at home they're doing this they're taking pictures they're doing and they're making really good money and at the time I was making very little money but I was doing it because it was a good day job it was good to be a mom to be taking care of my my kiddo um, as a single parent and I thought wow if I could make a tenth of what these women are purporting that they're making right this would be life changing. And so, you know, it's kind of like when life gives you an opportunity, you take it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, wait, I was weighing the pros and cons. What do I have to lose? I'm totally single. So I don't have to worry about um, a special man telling me like, I don't want you to do this or having a problem with it. Um, I had a child on my own. So my, my family already knows that I don't 
I, I beat to a different drum. Um, yeah. <laughs> what the hell that? I had a child of my own too. I mean, yeah. I didn't say. <laughs> why is the, so why is the dog mad at the drum? Did you say a beat to a different drum? Uh, no, that's how he talks. It just sounds, you know, when people are like, that's, she's not, she's not mad. That's just her face. Yeah. yeah. That's, he's like, yay. And it's like, <laughs> Yeesh. But then he yeah, talks. So that's, that's how it happened. I saw these articles and then I was like, okay. And I didn't show my face at first. And then um, I got my first two subscribers on OnlyFans and they were, this was the crazy thing. I really thought that I was, I didn't know what my niche was going to be, but then I found these young guys that were like in their twenties that were into me. And I'm like, what? Me? You know, my mom had said, you disappear after you're 40 to men, you know, for the most part, you disappear. You become invisible. You become invisible. And so then I'm like, it was kind of like the Scooby-Doo, what? <laughs> what? That has uh, never been true. I've, I've never known that to be a reality. Lie to tell. Society's lie to tell. Yeah, yeah. but, that's, but that's, that's like never been true. There's so many myths around age in general that just, when you look at the facts, when you just look at the facts, you don't have to go further. You don't have to, I can understand the, uh, I can understand the cliches. We've all heard them enough. The, the little sayings, you disappear, all that stuff. But then when you compare that to reality and you think back to your own life, you don't have to go much further. Me personally, in school, looking at teachers who were easily 35 plus, 40 plus, and us crushing on these women who were just voluptuous all over the place. And, and this is the age where you discover what kind of man you are specifically, i.e. if you're a leg man, if you're a boob man, if you're an ass man, if you're a face this is how you find it because these teachers were coming through the door with these tight little skirts on and like could, none of that has up. ever been true. Mac, I'm, I, I have the answer. I actually just figured it out. Who tells the story is old white men. They control, yeah. they control the narrative. So old white men like younger yeah. and younger. Yeah. Specifically. Uh, to, uh, to a great degree. Like, yeah. It's like, does this make my butt look big? It's because a specific type of person spins the narrative or just, you know, gets their voice heard. And it's people that like skinny, young white women. Well, it's the fashion so it's industry. Color, it's age, it's the fashion industry, but it's, it's who likes it because guys like you or guys that do like older, older women or curvy women or whatever, they're not either the, the massage, what's the term I'm looking for? Misogyny. Misogyny. Yeah, it's the misogyny, but it's a, it's the patriarchy. Patriarchy. Yeah. Yeah. It's older well, white men. That spin it's true. Narrative. When you think about goddesses back in like the day or Renaissance art, you have curvy and you have dimples on their butt and you have the voluptuous, natural, big boobs. And I mean, really, here's so as 50, as a 54 year old, I remember when having big lips was not a good thing because I grew up in the time of Christy Brinkley and Cheryl Teagues and Farrah Fawcett waspy blonde skinny small that was it that was the pinnacle like late 70s early 80s do these pants make my butt look big it's like a hundred percent do these now now i'm sticking my butt out as much as possible because i have a white smaller butt and i'm like how do i make it look bigger on camera 
You're right. You're actually talking to the right person. Her, her whole she has a whole campaign, a uh, build the butt campaign. She's as, yeah. as a Hashtag personal build. manager. Yeah. Excellent. Well, this, this is, this is you know, yeah, but, but we also don't we don't shame people that do get work done. Slash, I'm I don't want to upkeep kind of that kind of thing. Or once you get it, people are impressed by it, and then in the back of my head, I'm like, I didn't. It's not mine. Like I bought it or something. It, I like to be proud of mine. Hey, I, listen, hold on. No, time out. If it's yours, you brought it. Like damn that. If it's if it's yours, you brought it. I don't. I'm I'm all for the. You do whatever it you want to do. No, I agree. I said for me personally, if yeah, I bought no, something, I, I would feel like it's not. You're complimenting something. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not really. You, you feel you cheated? I well a little bit, but it's like it's hard to take. If you won, if you won the lottery, people are like, yo, you did so well in life. Yeah, but that's like anything. Listen, like I'm almost five ten. If somebody's gonna be like, "Oh my God, you're five ten," like, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we all get some sort of lottery when we're born. You know, mm-hmm. you just accept it, and and you know, you got you have deficits, you have things. But what I love about now, and what I love about young people, is their acceptance. And I love that that big big booties and big thighs and like all these things that when I was growing up were not okay. I love that this is all okay now. I love that you can have all these things. And I have to say, I mean, obviously, like, okay, like I have a sister who's Caucasian, but she's always, she always had like the bubble butt. She didn't realize what an asset that was until she married a black guy. And she was just like, he loves it. I've never felt so accepted and loved and wanted and desired. And it was like, she was just like, yes. You know, but it's common culture now. You feel attracted to, to be appreciated for what you really are or what you yeah. bring to the table. Speaking of which, back to the not, back to the old thing, the older woman thing. Yeah. You, you, you discovered that people online liked you younger, like younger guys liked you. Do you date younger in real life? So here's the deal. No, I really haven't dated much in the last two years since I started this COVID, of course. And then, but, and here's the thing, you know, you talk about, um, especially men that I've traditionally dated around my age, they are always on dating apps. They always want younger. Like as I got older, I just noticed it was like, okay, I was 45 guys that were 45 wanted to be with somebody that was, I mean, sometimes it'd be ridiculous, like 18 to 35. I'm like, really? You're a 45 year old man. You really want an 18 year old to date? Come what are you going to talk about? Maybe yeah, not. it's like, come on. I mean, I understand. Like, we all like young, supple bodies. Like, I get it. You but, it's beautiful. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Awesome. But on the other side, it's like, okay, past that. Um, well, no, I mean, there is ridiculous. no, there is, there is no past that. If I could just play devil's advocate one time, that <laughs> there is no, there is no past that. You know, there's the, uh, there's the, uh, there's the family van. There's the sports car. There's the car in the between. Like, you know, if, you, if you've been driving the car in between and then had the family van and now neither one of those are something that you need, yeah, you go get the sports car. And if I'm going to rock out for like the next however long I have left, I'll just, you know, I'll just spend it in the sports car. Like, I, I totally get it. Now, when you say, what are you going to talk about? They're not dating these women to talk. <laughs> that's, not right. what, that's not what the goal is. And I, I totally get it. It's not me personally, 19 year olds and 18 year olds and 20 something year olds drive me crazy. Like I can't just listen and listening to the things that they care about 
are mm-hmm. are enough to make me jump out of the window and cut my throat on the way down. Subject matter and interest. No, it's it's a maturity level. It, it's it's, maturity it's level. life experience. This is what I bring up in my book. I talk about like okay, like we all understand that inherent beauty of a young supple body i mean like male female it doesn't matter like it is it's great and we rarely appreciate it when we're that age but um you know i was definitely very self-critical about myself when i was younger as so many women are right um it's so funny and as i would get older i would notice on these dating apps these guys would be like athletic in tone and then they just they would have big beer guts and they would be like softball players once in a while. And that, that was their, but yet, so they would look at themselves. Like there's that picture, that meme where it's like a little kitten that looks at themselves and they see a big lion. Mm-hmm. So as especially, and I will say, I don't want to make this into a race thing, but especially white men, as they get older, I think they are just delusional of what they look like. Like they really think like, no, I'm hot. <laughs> right. And I'm I hot should and get a 20-year-old. level woman. Yeah, and I should get a 20-year-old because I don't want an older woman. So so a lot of my fans are younger. They're in their 20s. They're white. They're brown. They're whatever. They're a lot, of, which is awesome. I love it. And it's the, the dynamic that I didn't know because if you're on a dating app, once in a while I would get approached by a younger guy. But obviously I didn't even, until last year, I didn't even realize there was this dynamic. It's, you know, I didn't understand that there was this dynamic where younger guys wanting to be with an older woman and we all know like ashton kutcher and that sort of thing yeah but he had demi Moore, but yet it wasn't for a long term so there's different things it's like if you're an older woman and you want to date a younger man well you have to understand he might want a kid someday he might want to have what you can't provide him so it's essential that both parties are kind of like okay are we in this for long term or are we in this for now mm-hmm. because it's, it's a real issue. And if you're a younger, older woman, so if you're like in that 35 to 40 and you're dating a 25-year-old, that's a conversation I talk about in the book. Like, don't waste her time. She has this amount of time to have a baby. And if she's in, in that last stage of really being able to, to become a mom, don't waste her time. Exactly. TikTok. TikTok is ticking. <laughs> right. TikTok. She doesn't have the time. So just be honest with her and say, like, I'm really into you, but not for the long haul. You know, like, so there's different. But if she's past 50, she's done having her kids, then, hey, go for it. But still know if you're an older woman, the guy might decide he wants to be a family man at some time. So it we, might not be forever. We've talked to several, several women, especially in the in, in the adult industry, who um, we've talked about in the race aspect of things in the color aspect of things um like size and and the word fetishism comes up like is it a fetish to like older women or is it a preference is it a you know what i mean is it it might hurt john it might hurt john fetish i got it i gotta tell you i i think really because they get into it's it's the teacher it's the stepmom it's the aunt those are the three so it's very it's not just older woman it's the illicit like hey dad's away um wanna do my it step, my stepmom's pretty hot not related <laughs> right exactly not related uh, i was i, I was with those- i was i was with you until you hit me with the aunt thing ooh, ooh. oh no that the aunt thing is a very strong component now i don't exactly. know if that's a cultural thing but um but yeah the aunt or maybe it's i mean but 
aunt, though, think about it. It's it might it might be your uncle's hot new wife. Sure. Not, not your not your mom's sister, you know, uh, I mean, yeah, we need clarity here. Uh, but there's also thinking. people that are into their wife and her mom or your. Oh, I've done like, I've done a mother in law. I've done a mother in law at um, request that has sold. So there are younger guys that I mean, I've heard from guys. I mean, talk about you definitely when you start having this kind of business, you understand some psychology here and. There are definitely younger guys that are like, oh my God, my, I, I love my wife or my girlfriend, but my mother-in-law is really hot. Right. And you know what I think is some of it is the, is the visual, like you said, some of it's the illicit and I'm sure a, a large part of it is um, things that they can't explore with their, with a, a quote unquote real partner. I always exactly, say that the fantasy people that have been, you know, talk to us about any sort of BDSM or, um, escorting and all that stuff it's like it's it's not just paying for sex it's paying for an experience that they can't be honest about somewhere else and that's yeah. the tragedy but wouldn't genuinely understand it's like okay and fine i'll spank you but i'm not turned on by spanking you but if you're the guy that wants to play baby like who, how else are you gonna get that that's right and that's the, that's the tragedy i think i think yeah. the biggest flaw we have is the lack of honesty on both sides and i i tell women i tell women all the time Men do not trust women with their truth. Women will throw their truth all over the place, scream it for the highest mountain, let the whole world know this is my truth. Men, in general, black men and black women definitely have a, a different dynamic. More, it's more intense. But I, across the board, men as a whole do not trust women with their truth. The judgment that comes back that's levied against a man when he's honest about the thing he wants or the thing he's into or the thing that turns him on or the thing he doesn't like. He can't, he has to lie about his wife's cooking, let alone <laughs> let, her, let her know that, hey, I've actually, you know, experienced a bunch of threesomes when I was a, when I was coming up and I'd like for that party to continue. I would like to not stop. Well, I like to my butt and, that doesn't make me a like you don't want to admit to stuff like, like that. that. And, and if, if if there's anyone on earth that you should be able to express that to in your sober mind state, it really should be your wife. But we do not. We men do not trust women with their truth. And if the if we could get past that, I imagine it would be such. Women would be fascinated to realize just how diverse men actually are in real and life. Then, but then would they come to her OnlyFans anymore? Well, I mean, <laughs> I but maybe wondering. they would because they're still maybe they want to make, be married. Like most of the guys that are are younger, and I have older guys on my page too. I mean, it's funny because a lot of times guys will write to me and they'll be like, "I'm only 28," and I'm like, "Well, you're actually on the older side of my demographic." But, but um, they'll, you know, they'll say that, but so I have older guys, I have younger guys, the, but they'll, they'll be dating in real life, age appropriate women. And, and that's okay. I think that's totally fine. I get it. I'm a mom, you know, like there's, there's some just practical differences that maybe you want to have this fantasy and what would it be like to be intimate with an older woman, but in reality, I don't really want to do that. I don't really want to date an older woman because I wouldn't have anything to talk to her about. You know, I, you know, I just, we wouldn't really get along, but we can get along online 
and mm. she can be sweet and fun. This and I, I can, yeah. what was that? I was going to say in this specific space and place. Exactly. And, and I make it safe. One of the things that the, my guys like is that I'm nice. Like I'm a nice, friendly neighborhood mom. And I just have a naughty, spicy side. So they feel safe and they, you know, they request things. And it is interesting because usually what I find is that guys, and I've, I have a lot of model friends. And so we talk because we're women, you know, we talk about things. And one of the things that I found is so interesting is they want things that they can't get in real life, right? So older, okay. But it's also like, even like pubic hair, that's such a thing right now. And I, I mean, I was, I did laser stuff. I'm pretty open about things. Sorry if I'm shocking anybody. No, but, no, um, I'm, I'm more, I'm more making faces at the guys, not, not you specifically. Yeah. So guys, a lot of guys are really into like full bush now. I can't do that. I've had like laser, you mm. know, hair removal. Um, years and years ago, but they're into it. Why? Because all the women they're dating are probably shaving and getting waxed. So they want what they can't have. Like there's not as much of that. So they want what they can't have. I, okay. The, I mean, salute. Good for you. I, I prefer clean workspace myself, but I mean, whatever, whatever floats your boat or finds I'm your I'm just telling you that's, that's a lot of times guys are like, Oh, this is what I'm really into. You know, the other thing that really surprised me, um, is, so I have a mom bod, you know, I, I, I eat, I like to eat and I say things like, this is why I can't have nice things like abs because number one, I'm not willing to put in the work. <laughs> and number two, I like to eat good stuff. Like I like food. I like sweets. Stuff, I, not cardboard. Yeah. yeah and it's, but here's the thing. I, I found that these guys like my stomach. Like they're like, they like the little pooch. They like the little stomach, the mom. And I think it's almost a psychological thing with a comfort. And I think there's like the mom bod has become, and, and Hey, I like a good dad bod because I'll tell you what I've dated sticks and they they're uncomfortable to date. Um, you know, like I want, I want to get muscles. Yeah. I want some something to grab onto. There was I a study. I don't like really skinny guys. Like Let's, you know, no shame on them if they can't control that. No, but there was a study about that. Women prefer dad bods because it reflects a man who's been domesticated. He settled down, and that's more attractive to women when you look settled down, as opposed to when you're working out, you look like you're still trying to attract other right you're still trying to attract but if you have a dad bod you 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 give the appearance of being settled and being stable maybe i say stable settled the whole thing and that women are attracted physically Mm -hmm. attracted to a man who presents that i think that's why when when this started uh going nuts uh, it's been there for a while, but now that it's super pronounced, I've got like those are people that are actually just listening on the radio. He's talking about the gray in his beard. <laughs> this started going nuts. Right, yeah, I forgot, I forgot this about thing that. Over here started going. Yeah, nuts. he's pointing up. <laughs> right, right. Or you could actually go <laughs> watch the video. Here. Tune in on YouTube. You want to? You're missing stuff. Yes, but when this, when this started going nuts, I I noticed a lot more attention from women who were pushing baby carriages, and it was like. Oh well, this is new, well, uh, uh, ma'am. How can I help you? Like, yeah, I, I wasn't sure exactly what to do with that, but all of a sudden, I get gray. I, I let the gray hair just flourish on my face, 
And here comes this whole nother, whole other section of women who find it attractive. So I think I think there are, are I think there are age markers with everything. But for me, that kind of leads back to the original conversation, right? Like if we were being super logical about the entire thing, you could you should be able to walk up to a woman, and everyone understands that there are more women than men. Um, so if we're all gonna couple up, somebody's gonna have to share. How about you go get an older homegirl and, and like, you know, the three of us will be in this house at the same time and let's just rock out that way. But if you tell that to your girlfriend, she's going to lose her shit. But listen, listen, when you are, when I find out, my favorite thing is that you, you don't get what you really want if you don't say what you really want. Right. People, have this, people put on a facade because they think it's what other people are looking for. And then Good. people that want what you pretended to be. So they're never gonna want what you actually are unless you're actually honest about what you actually are. So the more times that you get uncomfortably honest, it's gonna, yes, you're gonna not get the ones that were after the fake you, but you'll actually get the people that want the real you. Uh, be authentic. Be free. That, yeah, that's, be authentic. That sounds great. That sounds great. <laughs> On paper, it sounds amazing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lead back to my other statement. I've dated entire people that didn't like the real me because I didn't show certain parts of myself. Yeah. And once I did, they no longer wanted to be with me. And I was like, then I was with the wrong person. You, yeah. you are a woman, and you're speaking from an anecdotal situation. And I don't, my I don't, husband, bro. I, I, I don't listen. I'm not again. I not. Anecdotal. I don't. Yes, it's it, no. It's straight up and down anecdotal. That is your experience as a woman in this country. What I'm telling you is men do not trust women with their truth at that level. The whole thing you just explained, being the real you, but I'm suggesting most men, that if you did, you would find people that really did appreciate I, be I believe you. What, I what I'm telling you is they don't trust it. Like the men who are hearing this, I, it sounds good that you're saying it. They don't believe it. I They're get why it doesn't happen. I'm saying, hypothetically, what if the world was beautiful and people were honest? <laughs> well, I guess here's, here's the bridge between the two of you. What, what I'm hearing <laughs> is, <you>. is, <laughs> is like, okay, so how do we make, how does society make it safe for men, for men to speak their truth, number one? Number two, how do we, how does society, how do we make it safe for women to be who we really are? You know, and to be okay with that, I think it gets easier as we get older because the whole should, like, I remember, you know, like, oh, did I say that right? Did I not do this when I was younger, when I was in my twenties, like, oh, you know, and I remember an older friend of mine said, no, here's the thing. Do you like him? So it's not all about, does he like you? Do you like him? And it would be like, I never even thought about that because we're conditioned. We're conditioned to make men like us, but there's a couple things, you know, men, if they, how do we make them free? So that's the question. How do we make them free? It's, they have to be courageous and they have to risk it, but women have to risk it too. They have to risk it by, you know, being able to express themselves. I mean, accept the other except each other's truth. I think that's, it's, it, the responsibility is, on both of us, right? For women to, to feel safe to be ourselves is to trust a man to not judge us. There's a, you know, the sexual freedom that we have now, you know, we can wear pants, we can vote. We can also 
have gangbangs if that's what we're into. It, it's it's still not you know necessarily a, celebrated, but we're allowed to share our my, truth my, a lot my, more than men are. Yes, I get it. yes, and my, I get my push it. my pushback also comes into place that um, women are judged more harshly, in my opinion, by other women than they are by men. Hundred percent. We dress for each other, everything. Yeah. 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 We're we're not the ones, we're not the ones calling you all the bad names as much as it's popular to believe that. We're not the, we, men will still marry the women who get called all these bad names. These women still get husbands who end up happy as shit riding off into the sunset with this woman who did XYZ, A, B, and C, one, two, and three. It's the women who judge these other women super harshly. And these are the same women who are in turn judging these men. So this is where, and, and this is where I start getting into sticky conversations because I tell, I tell women, well, this is kind of on you guys to fix because you're the biggest perpetrators. You judge each other, you judge us. The, the judgment is like really centered in one space. We're not judging as much as you ladies it's are. It's really hard to get out of that. And I'll tell you why, because there's billions of dollars that go into making us hate ourselves. Yeah. Billions of dollars. I'm not blaming the Kardashians, but it's uh, the idea of perpetrating self-hate because then you can sell something to fix it. Yeah. If you're, it's, if you're, like, if it's, you're, a, it's a drug. Whatever lipo, if your skin fillers, um, eyebrows gotta be thicker, now thinner, now this, like hate yourself just enough that you can buy a product to slightly fix it. And You know what's really weird? at thing. Do you remember the um, Dr. Seuss, the Sneetches? It was a very, remember the Sneetches? Like a, at first you were like really cool if you had the um, star. It was a real interesting commentary. If you look at it, you were cool if you had the star and then you had to have two stars to be cool. Then you had to have no stars to be cool. And it's this mechanism, you know, but here's the, here's the thing. I, I, I am older. I don't have a perfect body. So I am age positivity, body positivity. I get women of all ages and, um, and men. I'm kind of a living like example of you don't have to have a perfect body. You don't have to have, um, you don't have to be young, but you can have, and you can contribute to society by having a good attitude. Cause that's one thing I can really control. I can really control my attitude. And, um, I saw your page and the first thing I thought, cause you know, judgy women, I was like, not a perfect body, but super freaking confident. Go girl. Like, that's what I thought. It, like immediately it went from, she gets paid for it to be like half naked. But I saw it and I was like, that's really dope. It's a specific, like it's a, it's a specific interest and it's a really positive message. Like, yeah. I mean, like I'm waiting for cellulite to come in. To fashion, I really would like. I'd I like. Hey, tape. Kardashians! I'd like you to work on this. I want. <laughs> I want it. I want. I want cellulite to become a thing, like big butts, so that people like go and get like little liposuction to give them dimples on their back of their butts. <laughs> when is that going to come into fashion? Because then I'm going to rock that. Um, you just have to be in the black community. We've been. We've been celebrating. You like cellulite. the dimples too? Wait a second. Are you nuts? I'm I'm here for I'm here for all that all that. Yeah, it's kind of a white saggy butt. 
Listen, I listen. I, I get in the three point stance and tackle it and take it down. Like you can, I'm, I'm yeah, here. I come. Hut hut. No, but like, I but I love that. But I, and I love I love that influence. Um, that other body type. So we're in a better space than we were 20, 30 years ago. We really are. It's still a problem. It's still a filler. And I got to tell you, I've had filler. I get Botox. Like I'm I'm not going down without a fight. But I'm also not going under the, you know, I'm not also not having um, major surgery done, Mm -hmm. but that's your choice, right? I mean, it's everybody's, it's everybody's choice. And it's funny because there have been a couple of times that I thought, oh, maybe I should get a tummy tuck. And then I brought it up to maybe one of my um, fans and he's like, don't you dare, don't Uh you dare. And I'm like, yay, I love this. But that's why I get such a kick out of what I do. Cause it's almost like, really? I get to do this and people pay to see this. This is hilarious. And it's awesome. And yes, here I am. How much do they pay? I'm so curious for people that aren't on OnlyFans and how much like is a, pres- a prescription, a subscription. <laughs> ladies, get, ladies, get your notepads out. Here it comes. Yeah. Well, first of all, okay, here's, here's the lowdown. So, you know, usually about 10 bucks, five bucks, 10 bucks is a, uh, and then like usually, and I would say this is across the board with OnlyFans is you have to pay extra for the videos. Um, I'm a solo creator, so I don't, I, and it's funny. It's like, not that I necessarily want to be a solo creator. It's just, I am. And I don't just randomly hook up with people. So right now I don't have any boy girl stuff. It's just me. So, but I do a lot of fantasy stuff. And some of my guys prefer that because they don't want to see me with a real guy. So that's, you know, that's okay. But I will tell you that I have made more money. I've made more money doing this than I've ever made before. And I was a national sales manager of a, of a consumer products company. So I made okay money before, but I'm, you know, last year I did over six figures and I started in, um, you know, in the spring. So I'm making more money than I ever have before, but it doesn't just happen because I had um, a friend of mine helped a woman get into this, but she wasn't, feeding the animal, as I call it. She wasn't doing the social media. She wasn't, she wasn't taking a lot of pictures. She wasn't having fun doing it. That's what, I don't have the perfect body, but what I do is I, and what I'm told is that I, I have a good energy that comes out. That's, that's my selling point. I smile. I noticed a lot of women on Instagram didn't smile. Like they would try to be sultry. And they, which is fine. And it so works. I just look like I'm an angry old lady if I, if I'm not smiling. So like I smiled and I also smile. Cause I'm like, can you believe I'm doing this? Like, it's yeah. kind of like, I look at my audience, like a wink, like, yeah, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. I always say crazy? People like people like Tony Robbins and stuff. I'm like, yeah, you're happy and positive. Cause look at what you made, but it, it's, it's a ball rolling down the hill. Once you start the, the good attitude, the positivity, the, the hard work turns into something and you're kind of like, damn. Well, you contribute. So <laughs> you contribute or you contaminate in any relationship. And that's even a relationship with social media. Either you are putting out good vibes. Like my whole thing is they might subscribe to my OnlyFans. They might not. But I want to leave people when they come on my page. I want them to at least smile or feel better. Just feel better. Life is mm-hmm. hard, you know. Life is tough. There are a lot of crappy things about life. You get attacked by little dogs on your couch. Um, <laughs> I thought like the training tool out. It's like a what's it called? Like a sonic something or other. Oh yeah. No, he's a oh. 
But I, 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 want, I, want, I want people to feel good. I want people to feel good. One of the reasons I, I wrote the book is because these guys had these questions. And I was like, dude, here's here's what you do not do with an older woman. There are similarities, but there are differences. Here's the difference. Older women don't have time for your crap. They just don't. I don't have time for it. I have a kid. I have an aging mom. I have responsibilities. I don't have time for games. Don't send me a text at, at midnight because I'm going to think my mom fell down and broke her hip. Don't do that. You know, like I, you could do that when I was 25 and I put up with it. I don't put up with that shit anymore. That's the big difference. Mm -hmm. So there are differences. There are similarities. Like you said about insecurity when you're young, did I say it right? Did I, whatever. Yeah. There's just, there's, I say to my friends sometimes, even my girlfriends, right? I'm like, I know I can be harsh. I know I can be blunt, but I'm just going to say what I, I'm going to say my truth. I'm not going to be harsh. I mean, me, but I'm going to say what I need to say because then I'm going to get what I need to get. If you're talking my ear off, I'm like, I'm not here for it right now. I, I can't handle that. Not in that space. Not the counselor hat. Not your, ah, I just want to have a drink. Let's just chill. Like I say what I need to say, even if it's not what you want to hear. And we get that way with a little age. We do because we're not, yeah, I mean, but it can be really good and effective to the right guy, but and it comes down to respect. And um, when you get to a certain age, you kind of like, I'm just not, and, and it's funny because guys always say, no matter what age they are, they say, I don't want a woman that plays games. Right. Am I right? All men say that, but, and a lot of younger women do create self-drama because they want the rush of it. They like the rush of it. I get it. I, I lived it. I used to have friends that were like that. I probably did some of it myself, like going after the bad boys or going after guys that really weren't into me. But it was self-created drama because I didn't have anything else to do. Guess what? I have enough drama right now. I don't need more drama. Okay. And that's one of the differences dating an older woman. Like I, Life is hard enough. I mean, you know, I've gone through some some garbage in my life, as most women, especially once you've hit an age, you don't need to create more of a roller coaster, you know? Where, where were you raised, by the way? Your accent, it sounds like Minnesota. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm Wisconsin. Oh, hey now. Uh, yeah. Uh, Wisconsin. He's had little words throughout it, and I was like, wait, where? I know, especially if I say Wisconsin. That's usually, there, don't you yep. know? There it is. There yeah. it is. There it is. <laughs> I, I can smell the cheddar from here. There, I, there. No, you know what? I'll tell you what. I've decided I'm just going to say it when it comes to cheese and when it comes to curds, <laughs> when it comes to cheese curds, Munster cheese curds are the best. Just that's a little tip on life from a cheese head. Which is actually funny because I don't never considered which ones. <laughs> I know that's, that's why I'm here I'm to enlighten. I'm still thinking. You thinking about cheese curds or how to make men safe in um, an emotional context and talking I'm, to women? I'm, I'm not. I'm. I don't think. I look, hold on, Chris. I don't. I don't think we're. I don't think any of the three of us are going to live to see that time. I think it. I think it can happen. Oh, the day emotional. But well, I don't. I, you know I'm what, not though? sure. We are going to, and I'm going to tell you why, because I have a middle school kid. Mm -hmm. And he is so accepting and so open. And I see these other kids and they're accepting and they are open. I mean, the sea change of these kids and what they're accepting as far as being trans, non-binary, 
it's I mean, it's, it's really to them. It's their actual just life. It's like, their life. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't. I mean, matter. you have a, you have kids that are in middle school. Like when I was in middle school in the in the late seventies, early eighties, you called somebody gay. That was a bad thing. Like that was a thing. It was a thing. Now there are kids that are like, what's what's their name now? You know, my kids just like, oh yeah, well they're you know they're trans. Like, no big deal. This is huge as far as understanding and being open. You're right. You're right. Where where I think we go left is where we always go left. Um, this generation, the generations behind us, are also there's a, there's a sense of entitlement, and there's a sense of self centeredness because your your phone makes you the star of your own reality show. Which is why, which is why TikTok and Instagram are now through the roof because you get to be your own personal star. Here's the thing. Whenever your ego, whenever your star is bruised by someone else's actions, that's when the judgment comes out. And that's when the you shouldn't do that comes out. And that's when the sensitivity of this generation also shows itself because their, their, their feelings need to be considered at every level. And we've, we've lost the idea of hypersensitivity. We don't think about, okay, wait a minute. We've officially hit the line where you're too sensitive. You know, you, it was cool up until this point, but now we're to the point where you're too sensitive. You're asking for people to, to, uh, to take your feelings into account for their own personal lives and truths. I th the reason why I'm not sure we'll live to see when that day happens, when everyone everyone will be judgment free in that way, is because there will I I don't think the ego of of the average person, women specifically, I don't think that ego is going away, and I think as long as the ego is intact, um, if a man comes up and says anything to the effect of I'd like another woman or there I have eyes for another woman or there's another woman who could possibly occupy close to the same space that you do. I think when that moment comes up, oh. the ego comes in and we're, we're back at square one. That's why I'm not ever sure because, the, because there needs to be, there needs to be a recuper, uh, uh, there needs to be, there's going to be retaliation for you hurting my feelings. And that's where the judgment's going to come in. Well, say it's fear. It's fear-based. I mean, it's fear-based, but it's understandable. It's evolutionary. A woman had to have a man to protect her. Right. When women start making more money and we don't need a man to protect us, then there's going to be a dynamic change too. We're not going to need. So it's fear-based that if you're going to want to be with another woman, you're going to leave me mm -hmm. and I'm going to be left. And then I'm vulnerable just so there's a caveman aspect to that, but there's also, you know, it's a rejection. It's an interesting thing. What you're talking about the whole ego thing with, we have kind of gone on a pendulum. What were you going to say, Crystal? I was going to say the reason we'll never reach any there is because there's no universal perspective. Like even among our generation, you can narrow it all the way down to the most specific demographic we don't think the same so we're, we're never gonna listen the guy that looks looks 
was raised, is your age, is your color, the same, just like you, Mech, won't have the same perspective and traumas and insecurities or bravery or honestly, they just, this exact same type of person isn't even the same. Mm-hmm. So how can we reach some universal, everyone's this? No, we, I'll, we, I'll tell you exactly that. how. I'll tell you exactly how it can happen. We're drops you, in the bucket. We're, we're drops in the bucket, though. If you no, no, no. I, I, person I, is changing and evolving. There will be some people that get to that freedom. No, I hear you. I hear you, and I don't disagree. I'll tell you how it can happen. I just don't think I don't think it will. But I'll tell you how it can happen. We'd have to all agree on. We like you said, there's no universal perspe- perspective, mm-hmm. but there are universal, undeniable facts. Right? There are things that just can't be denied. This is when we start getting to the math of it. Math-wise, there are more women than men, right? How many are gay? How many are trans? How many are gay? How many are trans? You can't, you can't even do still, that with still more, Still more women than men. Still more women than men. Like, even when with those things. But every man happen. doesn't want a woman either. So, like, math. I'm taking that into account. Okay. Still more women than men. When you come to men who want women and women who want men, the number is still somewhere around three to one, four to one, Right? The people who I've seen who have, and then, then there's the universal truth that your trauma may not be your fault, but fixing it is your responsibility, right? 100% up to you to fix. People should not have to walk on eggshells to tiptoe around your trauma because you never dealt with it, right? Your triggers because you never dealt with it. That's a universal- fixing or just learning to live with it? Or whatever, whatever you need to call it, like whatever you need to call it, coping, fixing, uh, you know, healing, whatever, but whatever, whatever word you use for it. Understanding it and figuring out how to continue in life. It's it's your responsibility to make sure that people around you don't have to suffer your trauma because you've decided to just leave it alone. Like that needs to be a universal truth. Right. That needs so, to Matt, be- I have to ask you now, this is going to sound very fundamental, but um, so I hear a lot of, uh, of your thoughts of like more women than, and you know, I've thought about this too. There was a time when I was like, you know, why aren't there brother husbands? Like I would like, I would like Adam Levine and Blake Shelton at the same time, because one could like be my country guy and like pick me up and throw me over his shoulder. And then I could just be cool with Adam Levine. You know, so like I, I, I can see that being good too, although there's not enough men and you're right. Um, but here's the thing. Then I watched the show like Sister Wives and I'm like, God, that looks like a freaking nightmare. Like that guy's not happy. He's got four women. He is not a happy dude. He's happy with like one of them. And the rest of it's just his life is a is just looks miserable. Mm-hmm. So it's like I think there's some of it in fantasy. It sounds really good, but then boy, you see real people living it. And, we're and not. Like, we're oh. not. We're not raised. We're not raised and trained as men to be polyamorous, even though it may be a more natural state. Seeing the state of the world right now and seeing what the numbers are, like polyamory has always been a thing. Men have gotten away from being trained to be, if you're trained to be a husband, that means what? It, it just goes traditional. What society has trained you to be. You right. Fixing yeah. stuff, building <laughs> stuff, protecting stuff. There are certain things. That, right. There are Brilliant certain things stuff. that come. Right. Killing <laughs> the bug. There are certain things that come with that. As men, as society has evolved a certain way and away from polyamory, 
we have not been taught how to manage arguments between multiple women, <clears throat> choose, choose your women a certain way or have the women choose you and reject the things that aren't going to be good for a household and know yourself well enough to know what you can deal with when it comes to different women across the board. We've gotten away from that kind of training. So of course, there's going to be toxic polyamorous couples where the man is just being overwhelmed because he he's never been taught that they've never been taught they don't know what it is to be wives at that at, at that level but i digress i believe that when when we when we talk about this i look at the polyamorous crowd um as kind of the linchpin of this whole thing for two main reasons one they've accepted a couple of universal truths about men and women right and I'm talking about the real ones. I'm not talking about the people who just got in it for sex. And two, two, the honesty and communication levels that have to take place in order for that relationship to be successful is very advanced compared to the normal one-on-one -on -one monogamous couple. And and that, the, I will agree with that. The, the 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 need to treat your trauma and to treat your triggers in that crowd is in the forefront. They, they don't even they don't even play with that because you can't come in being jealous. You can't come in being insecure. You'll fuck it up. And they all know that. So they all deal with that right off the rip. I think or it's that's just a the direction. Thing. They don't they don't have to fix their jealousy. They just aren't jealous people. My sister is trans non-binary married to a woman and they are what's it called? Um, consensually non-monogamous. All these words. That's a, that's a lot. Yeah. That's that's a super lot <laughs> doesn't like the she pronoun. Fine. Yeah. Married to a woman, awesome, awesome couple, slash, they also are into each other having other people if that's what they so they're happy to for their partner to be happy. They went on a double date off a of Tinder with a it turned out to be a couple or partners. They matched with certain people and then they looked at the calendars and they're like, wait, are you meeting somebody named this? Are you meeting and the other people were a couple that are not a small world. Non-monogamous, Con consensually non-monogamous, but that's they don't deal with their jealousy. They, it's a to me, love is a little bit jealous. That's mine. Well, it's, it's yeah, it depends if it's jealous. possessive. Yeah, I, I, but I like a little bit of that. Maybe it's toxic. I don't know where it comes from. It's not like get your hands off my man. It's like I love that he reserves certain things just for me. Yeah, I kind of feel that way too. My sister and their partner love seeing their partner turned on by someone else what to me that's crazy but to them it's perfectly natural it's how they feel and i think what you're bringing up mecca is that and i, I agree it's the communication right and i've seen this in like um dom sub relationships where it's a similar thing like there's more communication and i was in one once where i was dominant and that's where i tend to be more comfortable um, our relationship, the sex wasn't great because of other things, but, but the communication was, it really brought us closer because we really talked more about what turns us on, like, what are our limits? What are, what are things we could try? And sometimes we would try stuff and it wasn't satisfying for either of us. And it was like, well, that really wasn't fun, yeah, but boy, like this thing was really fun that we tried. But we talked about it. There was such a depth and he had never, I mean, he was very alpha. He had never talked about any of this stuff before with any of his past relationships, but we had broke that barrier 
I mean, I think it was some over some stupid because I just, I think I pinched his nipples or something. And then I picked up on that. He liked it. And I was like, Hey, (laughs) I think I know something. And then we started going to, and then he opened up. So sometimes it's being open. You know, you talk about, about that. You just have to find the right person that's going to be open to that. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh my gosh, we can play. We can actually play at this and dive in deeper. We had but, a great, you know, idea. we had a great well, idea. I think Mecca had a great idea before we started the show, which is as you like at the end of life, where there's this beautiful place where you can explore all these things, where there's no more fear, and you just go to a beautiful what is it? A, a hostile, hostile brothel, a hostile brothel where you're old as shit. And there's all these naked, beautiful hospice. Hospital is what you stay in, in in Europe when you're when you're a college student and you're traveling around. Right. <laughs> At this point, saying cheap for first of all, right. this, is financial- this, <laughs> this would is- have to be really expensive. This is my, no, my yeah, but plan I, for you to retire and go to the brothel. <laughs> and you know what? Why couldn't women have this too? But you know what? Would women would want? They would want men of all different. Um, ages, but just telling them how beautiful they are and like, hey, let's watch Hallmark together. Hey, you are beautiful. Like it wouldn't, it would be less. And I've, it's interesting because sometimes women treat men the way that they think they would want to be treated instead of the reverse. And it's like, guys are visual. They're, they were, they're sexual. Women are, it's all about love. It's like they fall in love with their, you know, brains, men fall in love with their eyes. And so a woman's hospice brothel would just be wonderful men that are just lovely and tell them that they're beautiful and talk about their feelings. And listen to them all day. Listen to us. And listen to them all day. But I still think the money though, because this is the thing. I have a friend of mine who's a male model and he has gay guys that subscribe to him on OnlyFans. And he's like, how do I get more women? And I'm like, it's just going to be really different. You... On an OnlyFans, first of all, women aren't going to tend to pay for sex, but they'll maybe pay for like a boyfriend experience if they can feel like they can get that. But that's the big difference. You want good morning texts. Good morning. Oh, good morning, baby. I mean, a handsome guy that would be, I don't mind subscribe to that. Thinks about you regularly. Right. What's in it for me? I'm, I'm on your brain. A happy woman. What's in it for me? A happy me. woman that wants to please you. That's yeah, what. That, when that's... you send me, when you're, when you talk to me nice, I give all the sex vibes back. Here, here's, I'm, here's, I'm turned on by the mental. Here, here's the issue. You just took it anecdotal again, and I was speaking in general. Most dudes don't experience that when they give out that kind of good stuff because women feel yeah, they're, they're in. That stuff. Because women feel they're entitled to it. They think it's just something you're supposed to do. So they don't feel the need to give back anything. And this is where we start getting into these other kind of conversations about entitlement. This way it gets a little- reciprocation. Ladies and gentlemen, remember that. Yeah, I mean, look, my OnlyFans guys, I mean, they love when I send them voice notes. They, you know, but I also know that they like when I send them a close-up of my privates, you know, like- <laughs> They love that. <laughs> or when I say, you know, when I say dirty stuff on my little captions, you know, it's, it's visual, it's different. Um, you know, that's why when I wrote the book, I made it short. You know why? Because I talked to my guys and they're like, well, just don't make it long. You know, like, can you bullet point it? Right. right. Don't you know? make it complicated. 
It's, and I did. It's 62 pages. And I'll tell you what, it's like freaking large print because uh, the guys aren't going to sit around. Women are going to sit around and they're going to read a, a self-help book that's 300 pages. I'm saying this in general. There are probably guys that would do that. But I think for the most part, guys are like, tell me what I need to know. Tell me what I need to know. And that's why this is, oh, and I did the narration too of this. And it was funny because I did it. Um, so I went to a studio, put the headphones on and I was reading my own stuff. And then sometimes, and you guys are more well-versed in this world, um, recording and stuff. But I was like, damn, that was a run-on sentence. I barely could get that out or I'd have to start over again because I was like, who the hell wrote this? Oh, I did. What the <laughs> hell? You should like, make it a, I was just kidding, to really the, get it guys into it, make it a, make it a picture book. <laughs> Well, uh, that, was me, disrespectful. Thought, that was so disrespectful. That was so bad. No, no, that's what, no, actually I'm, I'm thinking about a second and follow up to this. Um, and yes. And here's the deal. Like the difference is with men and women, and this is, you know, the love languages stuff, but, and, and it's generalities, but you know, this is why guys send me unsolicited dick pics, which is fine. I'm in this business. It's different. Right. But I also wanted to let them know, like, hey, listen, in the real world, lead with your face, <laughs> lead with your personality. Now, a woman sending a boob pic, yeah, most guys are probably going to be like, yes, now that's fun. How to say hello. <laughs> that, that's a good morning. Hello, that's a good morning. But, you know, that's the difference. Can so, you tell people where to go find this book? We, we're, we are, we're officially up against it. We're out of time. Yes. Yes, I, yeah. could, so, and I could I could do this all day, but let everybody I know, know I, where they can find you, please. Because you you also are going to start like a financial planning thing for end of life, the hospice brothel, where people guys can save up for this, and then at their when they've been diagnosed with something at end of life, then they just have to get to probably Nevada, and then you just will have all a bunch of sex workers there making their dreams come true, and then hopefully. They die as they're coming. I think that was the main. That it, it was. It was oh, called. Oh, I'm oh, going to come oh. and go at the same time. It's called come and go at the same time. It's, it's called That's recycling. No, come and go. Come and go. Hospice. It's, it's, it's called, come, re come it's called go, recycling. Come and go. Heaven. Heavenly estate. Um, yep. So my book is on Amazon. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's a little website. Um, so yeah, Amazon.com. That's um, where you can get this little book there i am different shirt looks the same um but you can get this little helpful manual um it comes in paperback obviously it also comes in audible and it's on itunes it's crazy i'm where, a published author and where can they find where can they find you on yeah where, where's all that stuff yeah so for me for all my stuff obviously i'm on instagram elena st james um, but I want Elena is probably the easiest way to get to my OnlyFans. I'm, you know, obviously there. I have a website, um, as Crystal mentioned earlier, it's elenastjames.com. So there's a lot of ways to find me. I'm all over the place. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok, um, YouTube. Yeah, I'm all over the place. Nice. Well, it, it's it's good that one of the places you're all over is this place. We thank you so much for coming in and being a guest for us. And Having Thank this uh, you. good old conversation for an hour. Uh, yeah, let's let's get that second book coming and come on back. Let's talk about it again. I have an idea. Yeah, I have an idea. It's going to be fun and it's going to be more visual. Yeah, don't blow it up now. Don't blow it up now. I'm not going to. They, they got to come back and hear this. Oh, that was and that was the piece. 
Yeah. Yeah. In the meantime, in between time, I'm your man, Mr. Mech. And I'm Crystal Levin. This has been the Eminem and M Show, a.k.a. the okay. show. May you live as long as you want and never want as long as you live. Do us all a favor. Go get laid. Peace. Subscribe to her. <laughs>